no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filippone, Spencer Ray producing. We are going to start getting into some off-season content. We obviously will always start if there is huge news. There is not really huge news as we record this on a Thursday, Pony. So I think we're going to do biggest questions for teams and go through divisions, one AFC, one NFC, as we go. And we can start in the North. What do you think the biggest news is since we last did a pod? The enemy officially getting the Washington job? Yeah, I would say the um, I would say some of the reporting in the ESPN article today on Lamar Jackson is a good starting point. I know we'll do every team in the North divisions, but I think they're reporting that every time the Ravens made a contract offer to Jackson, his counterproposal was a deal that was more money guaranteed than Deshaun Watson every time is a huge, huge story. Gigantic story, actually. So let's think about this. Is he wrong? Like I know he doesn't have an agent, but objectively, he has accomplished more in the NFL than Deshaun Watson has. Correct? Yes. I mean, Watson, his best passing season is better than Lamar's best passing season, right? Nearly 5,000 yards in a Bill O'Brien, 5,000 yards, in, or no, nearly 5,000 yards, 4,800 yards in a, in a Bill O'Brien offense when he was 23 years old. But Lamar's got an MVP, he's got a playoff win, and he doesn't have scandal. So... I know it's unconventional for him to have his own age to, to be his own agent and teams hate it. And I know that the league is revolting against what the Browns did for Deshaun Watson because they hate the precedent that was set by the fully guaranteed deal, but he's not wrong to ask for more than Deshaun Watson. He's not. And the Ravens aren't wrong to say no, that it was an outlier contract. And so that's the stalemate that we find the you know Jackson and the Ravens in and I don't think that another team is going to get desperate enough to trade for Jackson and then give him that contract and I think if you trade for him you know you you can't trade for him right now unless you have a deal done with him so my my hunch at the moment is Lamar Jackson is going to end up back in Baltimore next year. And I think it's going to get really messy. And I think there's a really good chance he doesn't show up until right before the season starts, which would be fairly unprecedented for a quarterback because he's playing on the franchise tag and doesn't want to get hurt in camp or the preseason, which is his right. But it's a new offense and a new offensive coordinator. And that's going to put them way behind the eight ball. And I don't think that's going to put him in position to have a great year. Well, and I mean, listen, I agree with you on the trading forum part, right? Two, twofold. One, you certainly don't 
trade for him without the contract signed because you're going to be giving up a lot. Like Baltimore's not going to give him up for anything less than, you know, a hundred cents on the dollar. Like they're, they're going to want premium draft compensation. So if you're giving up premium draft compensation to get a franchise quarterback in his mid twenties, you're not doing that if it's potential that he's going to leave. So that's that part of it. But where is the compromise here? Like if, if the Ravens say publicly they want it done and Deshaun and, and, and he won't break on the Deshaun guarantee money. What's the compromise? Is it a short deal fully guaranteed? So like less guaranteed money, but a fully guaranteed deal. And Hey man, bet on yourself. We'll make, we'll give you Aaron Rodgers 60 million per year, which is crazy. He doesn't deserve that either, but but we'll only do it for three years or, you know, like what's, what's the compromise here? How creative are they going to have to get? But why, but why would he take, why would he take that deal that only guarantees him say what you're saying a three-year deal at like a hundred million? Yeah, because, you, yeah, would, because would he, it seems like he wants to set some sort of new standard. You, you could say, we're not going to give you, a fully guaranteed deal and reset the market for guaranteed money, but we will make you the highest paid quarterback by year and just not commit to as long. I don't think he'll do that. Is that a compromise? It is, but I don't think he'll do that. That's why if I were the Ravens at this point, I would play some hardball with him and I would give him the non-exclusive tag. And I would basically dare a team to negotiate the Deshaun Watson deal with him or to get him to try to budge or back off of that. And if they do, congratulations, we can match that deal if we want, or we'll take the two first round picks and go. And if it's a team like, if it's a team like um, Carolina that does that, then you're talking about a top 10 pick in this year's draft. So that's how I would play it. If I yeah, were them. you know, the team has the leverage always. And the, the thing is, man, and we've talked about this over the course of the year, Lamar's best is best player on the field. But it hasn't consistently been that through some fault of his own and some fault of team building. We want to see him with a number one receiver. And I wouldn't want my team to give him $250 million fully guaranteed and lock him in for sure for five seasons with no flexibility whatsoever. You know, like he isn't a complete made guy. Now, by the way, neither is Deshaun. So I I get what he's saying, but the only guys that I would be really committed to doing that with are the young passers. That, you know, Mahomes, obviously, Burrow, obviously, you know how I feel about Herbert, and Allen already got his deal. Not that Mahomes didn't get his deal, but, you know, I I think the list of guys that I'd be comfortable with my team handing out a Deshaun Watson-type contract to, I don't think it goes more than five deep. So do you think that, that Jackson is back in Baltimore next year? Yeah. Yeah. Because again, the team, the team, they, they, I believe that they want him on a new deal or on the franchise tag. Maybe on the tag. I, I, I believe that they want him. 
And I think that it's definitely in play that he sees it through to its conclusion and sits it out. But man, you'd be taking some, it'd be like a Le'Veon Bell situation almost. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking about with him. That if he shows up a few days before the season starts, which is what Bell did his first year, you know, it's easy for a running back to jump right back in. It's not easy for a quarterback. You know, Dak and Kirk Cousins and these guys got the tag and they just showed up and they went all the way through it, but they played the position differently. They didn't, they have they had they didn't miss two consecutive seasons at the end of the year where they weren't in the lineup for that team's last game. And you know, I think the Ravens, at least publicly, are trying to make it sound like they respect it and they understand what happened with Jackson. They really think he was injured. So it doesn't seem like on their end there's any like bad blood or resentment towards the way he handled things. But Jackson puts out these Instagram posts. I don't know if he's just messing with people. I don't really understand what, is it just to troll people or is it really a passive aggressive thing that he's doing with the Ravens? Because I don't think it's just a Ravens issue. I think all with, you know, I think the other 31 teams in the NFL, I don't think a single one of them would give him the Deshaun Watson contract. I don't think it's just anger towards his employer. I think every team would make the same call the Ravens are right now. We don't want to give you that contract. I agree. Did you agree with my list? Because, I mean, Browns fans can't even be happy with giving it to Deshaun. Yeah, I. they can't. They can't because of like everything that went. Uh, yes, they can't because of everything that went on off the field with him having missed a year. He looked like shit this yeah. year. Of course, I mean, I, I really, I really think the list is four deep. Well, that like, was going to get me to my next question off season about the Bengals. Would you give Joe Burrow that contract if he asks for it this off season? Yeah, but they won't. Agreed. Why? Uh, I think that what Jamar Chase said on NFL Network at the Super Bowl got coverage, but did not get nearly enough coverage. When he was asked about keeping all the weapons together, and he said, you know, I think that Joe's already made a lot of money and is going to make a lot of money and isn't too worried about that, and he wants to keep the team together. I think that Burrow, I don't know the order of it, but I think that Burrow is going to do something fairly unconventional where he'll end up getting comped to Brady with Brady taking less money. And he is going to do something to allow both Chase and Higgins to get paid earlier. And I'm not saying he won't sign, but I could see him taking a, however they decide to do it, front-loaded or back-loaded, or... Something like it's a three-year deal where there's some sort of option or escalator or he does something creative where he ties his contract to the cap as it goes up. Like I, People keep saying that T. Higgins is going to get traded. Man, they're a Super Bowl contender. They're one of the five favorites to win the Super Bowl. It, it's, not, it's not like the Titans with A.J. Brown. So I think that Burrow cares about winning. I think that he is confident and cocky as hell. He said, our window is my career. I think he means it. But that means this first version of the window is when Higgins and Chase are in their prime. 
And it's rare to have the best wide receiver duo and a top three quarterback in the NFL, the second best quarterback in the NFL, all on rookie deals. It's insane. It's probably unprecedented, honestly. So I I think he is going to do something. I don't think Jamar Chase says it the way he said it. Whenever NFL players are asked about other guys' contracts, they're like, that's between, that's for them, the team, and their family. It's a business decision. Like, we support him. Like, all NFL players want all NFL players to go get their money. Jamar Chase was like, Joe's not worried about his money. So, I, I think something unconventional is about to happen in Cincy where all three of those guys are going to get paid and be happy. Uh, we were some of those people that were talking about the Higgins trade. Yeah. And I, I, I've not gotten the impression in the last couple of weeks since the season ended that that will happen. But as far as Burrow goes, I feel like his confidence and cockiness is so much so that I feel like he doesn't think he needs Higgins or Chase necessarily to win. Oh, Which I don't know not, about that. Really? I don't think he's dumb. Uh, I don't know. The way he acts as far as off the field and the things he says, I'm not ruling out that he thinks I'm the best, so pay me like it. I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. I just think that Jamar Chase, what he said is out of character for NFL players, not necessarily for Jamar Chase. That is an out of character thing to say about a teammate's contract negotiation. And remember when NBA players started doing the one-and-one deal? They would sign a one-year deal for the max and a player option for the same amount of money, but they never have – the only way they would kick in the option is if they, like, ruptured their Achilles, you know? But they it was was to keep the team honest, but it was to give them flexibility for injury protection. But they knew that, like, every year – I'm Kevin Durant. I'm LeBron James. I'm st- I'm the best. I will be able to. The cap will go up, and I'll take more money. Like, I it wouldn't surprise me if Burrow did something like that. Some sort of like really short term. I'm going to work with you guys to keep this together and pay my guys. I just I th- I think that's how this is uh, because man, most teams don't do what the Titans did with AJ Brown. The, the Seahawks re-signed DK Metcalf, Washington re-signed McLaurin, the Niners re-signed Debo. Like, and I, I know what's unique about this is that all three guys have contracts up and Chase and Higgins are on the same team and those other guys were the clear number ones on their team. I, un- I understand the difference. But those other teams, other than the Niners, were not Super Bowl contenders. Like you, don't, you don't break up, you don't trade a top three player on a Super Bowl team when he's young. You just, it's just not done. The, the Bengals have a weird way of operating, though. It seems like some of that has changed. They have paid some of their own players, and they've gone into free agency more lately. We are talking about uh, an organization that up until the last few months, I think they're constructing it finally, but didn't have an indoor practice facility. I mean, they are behind the times in a lot of ways. No, that's a good point, it's, because there is there is the escrow thing. Depending on how, you know, you have your, your owner has to be able to – say that I've got enough money liquid to to justify right. and cover the guarantees on contracts and they are among the poor teams in the NFL. So, so it's but still 
So I, I, I just wonder, that's fine. You know, you want to keep your best player happy. But I also would not be surprised if Mike Brown looked at it like, we've drafted wide receivers well. We've gotten Boyd, Higgins, and Chase through our own scouting. Instead of paying this guy, I'd rather flip him for picks and trust Joe Burrow to win. I'm not going to get rid of Chase, obviously. But I'll get rid of the second receiver and hope that we draft the next T. Higgins and we get him for a lot less money.